catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Every day, I want you to wake up with this thought every single day, especially when nothing seems to inspire you to get up and literally go. First, forget inspiration. I've told you this before. Habit is much more dependable than inspiration. Habit will sustain you whether you're inspired or whether you're not. Habits will help you finish and polish your stories. Inspiration won't. Habit is persistence in practice. Those are the words of Octavia Butler to get you started today. But how can you actually do this? Practical steps. On Monday, go head first into the world of the deepest unknowns. Tuesday, remember that fear keeps us stuck and you don't want that for yourself. Or do you do the math? Come on, you need to keep moving. On Wednesday, let fear be a choice which you did not choose because that is exactly what it is. On Thursday, like Thor, your favorite superhero. Whether it's yours or not, it's all fine. Remember that with fear comes a chance to be great. And then on Friday, say yes in the face of challenges and oppositions, even when you can't seem to find a rational or reason to do so. For fear is a shadow that needs some light to become bravery. Welcome to Tony's Tech Side. I'm here every weekday from 9 a.m. West African time till midday. We'll learn a tech word, dig deep into the rubbles of history to find precious jewels of knowledge to launch us into the future. And then we share the most important and juiciest tech stories impacting Africa to keep you informed. You can share your stories with the rest of us on WhatsApp, text or send a voice note on 0913-558-1766. Please do add plus 234 if you're texting us from outside Nigeria. Well, here are my stories. First, Côte d'Ivoire may soon be the latest African country to boast of a national startup act. Spotify announced a new investment in Vibrate Space from its Creator Equity Fund to support emerging artists in Ghana. And the third in the top tier would be a study by Atlas VPN saying that South Africa leads in most hours spent on the internet globally. Okay, guys, welcome to Tony's Tech Side. Welcome home. Africa Tech Radio. And yes, diving deep into the rubbles of tech today, today in history. Martin Cooper on April 3rd, 1973. At that time, a Motorola employee placed a call to a rival, Dr. Joe S. Engel, the head of research at AT&T's Bell Laboratories. And in 1978, Bell Labs launched a trial of the first commercial cellular network in Chicago. So what happened today? Well, the first cell phone call on a New York street, New York City street, happened today. And that was between Martin Cooper of the Motorola and Joe Engel of AT&T's Bell Laboratories. And this actually speaks to how important it is that we actually be together, work together. And remember, he plays the first call, but then Labs launched the trial of the first commercial cellular network in Chicago in 1978. Yeah. Now, cellular phones became commercially popular in Africa in the 1990s. Nigeria floodgates opened in 1999. South Africa, the 1990s. 
It estimated that 60% of South African households own a cellular cell phone or telephone as we speak. Moving much deeper, 1913. Tafari Makonen, or as is popularly known, Haley Selassie. Well, his original name, uh, Tafari Makonen, not like his original, like the name some people know him by, and Haley Selassie, the name some other people know him as, was declared the emperor today. And he was born the son of Ras Makonen, Waldi Michael, the governor of the region of Hara. And he's credited for modernizing Ethiopia, previously known as Abyssinia. Yes, you most likely find that in old text. He transformed the government and institutions from a feudal system into a constitutional monarchy as well as opposed and resisted Italian attempts to colonize Ethiopia. Despite great opposition from conservative elements among Ethiopia's nobility, Selassie succeeded the emperor Menelik II as ruler of Ethiopia on this day, April 3rd, 1930. So he was crowned today as emperor Hali Selassie. He also set out to modernize the Ethiopian systems of governance, education, and industry. However, the tensions that he encountered while ascending the throne would haunt his reign for the rest of his life. And this would eventually play a substantial role in his overthrow by the Marxist dictator Mengutsu Hali Meriam, as his rivals would eventually side against him, as they did when Ethiopia was occupied by Italy. And some have claimed that Selassie committed during his reign, despite the transgressions that a lot of people have claimed happened during his reign. The position he occupied as an African leader of an empire that claimed a pedigree older than most European empires gave hope to many African countries seeking to cast off the yoke of colonialism. And the word for today is blockchain. Blockchain is a system of recording information in a way that makes it difficult or impossible to change, hack, or cheat the system. A blockchain is essentially a digital ledger of transactions that is duplicated and distributed across the entire network of computer systems that are on the blockchain. I hope you learned a word today and I hope that these few nuggets from history have actually inspired you, will inspire you to go on and make the best of today. Africa Tech Radio. Your plug for all things tech. We start in South Africa where a study by Atlas VPN has highlighted that South Africa leads in most hours spent on the internet globally. I really thought it wasn't going to be an African country, but here we go. The study says that South Africans spent at least 9.5 hours, that's approximately 578 minutes a day online. They spent that in 2022, and that's just about three hours more than the global average of six hours and 37 minutes every day. Who's next? Brazil, the Philippines, Argentina, and Colombia. They closed the list to make up the top five most internet-addicted countries in the world. Those are countries that spend most of the time on the internet every day. Well, the United States, you're asking, where are they ranked? Well, 20th, with people dedicating six hours, right, daily to internet browsing. It's still above the global average of six hours, 37 minutes, but then... It means over 20 countries are over the global average, yeah? Countries in East Africa have the lowest average daily internet usage, with Chinese people spending 5 hours and 25 minutes online. Mm -hmm. And South Korea, they spend 5 hours, 21 minutes. Japan, 3 hours, 45 minutes. The least out of all the countries in the study is Japan, 3 hours, 45 minutes. The only exception is Taiwan, with an average daily internet use of 434 minutes. That's seven hours. Seven 
freaking hours. Yes, well, they're the only exception within that range. The survey also looked at various activities for people who spend time on the internet, and it says that finding information is still the primary reason people spend time on the internet. It says 57.8% of the respondents say that's like the major thing they go on the internet to do. Staying with friends and family, keeping up to date with news and events, as well as watching videos, TV shows, movies, among the top ways why people spend time on the internet. Globally, the average time spent online has been decreasing as the world moves past the COVID phase. In 2022, it was less by 20 minutes or 4.8% from 2021, according to that report. How much time do you really spend on the internet? Have you taken some time out to think about this? There are actually ways for you to find out how much time you spend on every app every day in a month too. So the first time I did that, I was blown away. I was like, what? I spent this much time on this app? God, what app do you spend the most time on? And what exactly are you doing on that all that side yeah let's move quickly now to ghana yes spotify has announced a new investment in vibrate space from its creator equity fund to support emerging artists in ghana vibrate space is a non-profit organization helping young Ghanaian music entrepreneurs with tools and skills they need to thrive in the industry the community recording studio and music business program is operated by surf ghana in accra offering education, mentorship, and space to young artists in the country. So Spotify first partnered with Vibrate in September 2022 with a donation that facilitated the launch of the studio. And now it's invested in that same community recording studio to help the music entrepreneurs in Ghana. Mm-hmm. Now, moving swiftly away from this to multi-choice creating a new tech division to align its delivery across the group based on a statement that they re- that the company released. Yeah, The new division will house the broadcast technology division, DTT kind of division, enterprise business systems also, group digital, DSTV streaming tech, and project management office under one division. And it's been led by group chief technology officer mm-hmm. and this is effective first of april 2023 trust me this is not april fool well unlike the crackdown on the legacy blue ticks which somehow turned out to be an april fool thing for a lot but one more like much ado about nothing announcement twitter has still not for most of the people we have tracked they have still not revoked the legacy blue ticks. You know, sometime in March, I announced that Twitter was going to be taking away the blue ticks if you don't make payment for Twitter blue, right? Well, I said it. <laughs> April Fool or not. Well, turns out they say, according to a tweet that some people saw and got deleted by Elon Musk, that, oh, we're going to give you some grace time. If you promise to pay, we'll give you grace time. If you say you will not pay with your full chest, for those of us that have full chests, we will take down the blue tick. Yes. And they did that just for one. Mm -hmm. Just for one account so far that we have noticed. And that account is at NY Times, at New York Times. They no longer have the gold checkmark on their profile. Although, you know, it didn't happen with their associated accounts, like their ads, opinions, and game sections, which still has the gold checkmark, the gold tick. But then their main account lost it because someone actually at Elon Musk saying at New York Times say they will not pay with their full chest. And I was like, okay, that's fine. 
take it off, take it off, and it has gone. Well, according to what they say, Utilo, what exactly is the prize for <laughs> being brave? And they're not the only ones who actually did this. A lot of big people who actually said they're not going to pay with their full chest. But I think maybe, you know, Elon just has a thing with, you know, some of these publications. Because just a week before then, he had already talked about, you know, how some publications just, you know, do clickbaiting. They don't really publish their own, like their own proper stories. They just want to gain public attention. They don't do the real journalism, the real investigation. They don't even fact check anything. They just go, you know, just because they just want to, you know, garner, you know, a lot of responses um, and people to their platform. They just publish anything whatsoever. Well, they say we're in the best of times and AI is just around the corner, but a lot of misinformation actually going on. So please ensure that you're aware of your environment and you know what is happening. According to what they say, just be brave, guys. Africa Tech Radio. It's always a good time. MFS Africa, the largest digital payments network in Africa, operating in over 35 countries, has partnered with Access Bank in Nigeria, one of the leading banks in Nigeria, to provide access, right? Okay, sounds like the same thing. (laughs) To enable remittances outward from Kenya and Nigeria. So with this particular partnership, Nigerians and Kenyans would be able to send money and transfer money to whoever they want to conveniently across the world, from across the world, loved ones, business partners, anybody. This partnership is supposed to provide simplified transfers for access and Africa customers, that's MFS Africa customers, real-time cost-effective cross-border payments for individuals and businesses who want to send financial support to their families abroad or facilitate trade transactions. This will enable them to receive payments, you know, from all over the world through the mfs africa partners so mfs has like its own partners and all this doing is linking those partners to the partners they have here on the continent right so out to the continent here on the continent this takes me down to or back to the africa continental free trade area agreement which everyone is supposed to be jumping on at this time in 2023 all countries are supposed to embrace this and make it, it work i think it's like a step in the right direction to making that particular part which is cross-border payment work and some people say oh you've been talking about the afcft for too long how come we're not exactly seeing the fruits right now as we speak and i'm like this is one of it yeah something else that's really good that's happening today a good news a good story to start the week and start the month is south african national space agency appointing humbulani mudao as a ceo effective first of april 2023 this is the third ceo in 12 years so four years apart yeah following the resignation of dr val munsami in february 2022 and you're asking what happened to the break in transmission well mudao will take the reins from and Lisa, who served as acting CEO. And this is a critical point for SANSA, that's the South African National Space Agency, with the progress with the Space Infrastructure Hub and the Deep Space Network node development, amongst others, actually, that's happening within that space at SANSA. And something else that's really comforting for a lot of people would be the new feature coming on WhatsApp, which is the WhatsApp lock chat feature just as the name suggests yes this feature would allow you if you use whatsapp to pick the specific chat or specific chats both individual and group 
and put them behind an additional layer of security accessible via either your fingerprint or passcode, you know, passworded. And then it's nearly impossible for anyone, right, to access it. It will not even come up on notification, just in case you're wondering. No, it will not come up on notification. This is putting an extra privacy for your chats and this was spotted by whatsapp beta info it's whatsapp update tracker website and this is on the beta version 2.23.8.24 android and this feature is not public yet it's currently in internal development and it's not available for users yet yes but then we hope that it actually comes true, like you know, they always do. It they always come true. Now why then they call them? Eh? Now why? Now why then they call them? Okay. Now, so the last story I'll be sharing on this particular stretch would be Côte d'Ivoire getting very close to launching, right? Or will I call that launching? Yes, getting very close to launching or starting up the journey on getting a national startup act. The West African country's startup bill, which will offer support to its startup system, is awaiting parliamentary approval. And this is a final step before it actually becomes a law. When I spoke to Osagati Gubadia Oswald, Mr. Oswald, who was, you know, one of the foreigners, those who, you know, set Nigeria's own running. Mm -hmm. It's actually good to think of what we can actually do with this startup bill. And I also had like some people from the startup ecosystem come talk about it. And trust me, it's really good. So I look forward to the time where just like the EFCFTA is trying to unify, you know, trade, our rules and regulations to our laws and our frameworks. We have like a meeting point. I know Mr. Oswald has also been going around Africa you know, to talk to those within the space, especially those in the government and regulatory area, you know, to, you know, preach the startup bill, the startup act gospel. So I think this is really good. If approved, Cote d'Ivoire would join Tunisia, which signed theirs in 2018, Senegal, where it became effective in 2019, and Nigeria in 2022. Yeah, that's when I spoke to Mr. Oswald, Osagati, and Gubadia. These are the only African countries to have startup acts so far. And if you're thinking, what exactly is the value? Well, in Ivory Coast, $77.5 million since 2015 has been raised. And startups such as AfriCrea, Julia, and Senate Pay need these regulatory frameworks to be able to achieve the best for themselves, not just for the business, for the ecosystem. When I say ecosystem, I mean those who work there, those who invest in it, those who would benefit from it, and even the customers and consumers. We need to fully conquer that space and then know that, yes, this is ours. So big ups to those in Cote d'Ivoire. And I'm saying don't waste any more time. Sign that. I'm, 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 so I'm speaking to the parliamentarians now in Cote d'Ivoire. Sign that Startup Act and let's start acting. Africa Tech Radio. Your plug for all things tech. Guys, I gotta go. Thank you very much for staying with me. Yes, so you can catch up on all Tony's Tech Side episodes on Africa Tech Radio's website, www.africatechradio, or anywhere your favorite podcast streaming platform is. 
Africa Tech Radio. Yes, so I'm live on Africa Tech Radio broadcasting from 9 a.m. West African time, Monday to Friday, every weekday, talking about technology and how it's impacting Africa. Yes, thoughts for the lawyers in the house. Yes, all of the very beautiful answers that generative AI applications or platforms like ChatGPT provides for everyone who has copyrights for them. You don't know? Oh, you, you don't know? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So if we're saying that these things are, we're making them much more intelligent, it means we're giving them our knowledge, right? Because they don't come with the knowledge themselves. No, they don't actually. They don't. Yes, we give them. If you come to think of it, yeah, we put our knowledge, pour our knowledge on them. And then when we do this, however we do it, are we actually doing it the right way? That's the first thing. Yeah. So if I'm if I'm adding my knowledge to a computer system, I own the knowledge. I reserve the rights to that knowledge, not the computer system. Right. I should. That's the only way it's fair, because if I give it and it makes 500 copies of it at once, and sells all 500 copies and you pay for it, you know, to the company. Or you don't even pay. The company just becomes popular and they, you know, have ads and they run ads and use other ways to make money. Where does that leave me as the original generator of the original idea that the computer now, you know, duplicated into like 500 different places? Exactly. Now, if you're asking someone, you, for example, you ask ChatGPT, you know, write me a book on so-so-so. Where does it get the knowledge from? That's the first thing. How does it get that diverse strings of answers and knowledge from? From somewhere. How exactly are we taking care of the source? Because it gets to the point where, you know, it gives you too many duplicates. And then you still have to, you know, say, oh, let's find much more original concepts here. We keep putting information into it. But at the end of the day, where's getting it from? And how are these persons, you know, just like what's happening now or what happened two, three years ago with Facebook kind of like finding a way to pay journalists, you know, and content creators. Because at the end of the day, there'll be no platform without these people these people they're the original owners of those things right and it's on your platform and you're making money off what they the value they bring into your platform so it's like a very tricky area right ai should you know become everything it should be but then also humans should become everything you, you will not sacrifice humans on the altar of a greater bigger much more advanced intelligent technology that's how i'll close today i'll see you again at 9 a.m west african time every weekday i'm leaving ld but then much more programs if you're listening in live and if you are streaming this of course you can catch up on all our shows here on the website anywhere you're listening to this from thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com